Welcome everybody to Self-Evident Podcast. We're on episode 21. What was I supposed to do? I'm doing this for my wife. <laughs> the truffle shuffle. Your version of the truffle yeah, shuffle. I didn't want to pull up my shirt, but well, she just says that it would be yeah. better. Well, and I'm sure the dance is copyrighted, and if we've learned anything <laughs> yeah. from the world today, you don't want to get sued for using the truffle shuffles. Especially so, on a conservative podcast. Yeah, so we're it's, that dance was actually the muffle huffle. Done by a movie named <laughs> Moonies. <laughs> on the black market, you can check it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's dubbed in Spanish, then redubbed in English. So. <laughs> it's like a Chinese film, one yep. of those bad Chinese films. <laughs> Though, dude, I grew up watching Chinese flicks, and I love those movies. Did because you? the fight scenes are incredible, but it's just like, yo, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you know like, you know what I mean? <laughs> the old Bruce Lee movies, like, those are killer, man. They those fight good. scenes are incredible. They are good. I actually, so <coughs> random, Excuse me. completely random, but there's a, a series on Netflix now that's... Chinese, you know, like medieval Chinese time. Ip Man? But no, that, that love style. That series. But it's about zombies. <laughs> I'm lost. When other Chinese are it's, fighting zombies? They're fighting zombies. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Everybody's you know got to get on the zombie train. And you know what? Because it's Kung Fu, man, they'll go watch it. I'll tell you. Exactly. I'm tempted stuff. to watch it. <laughs> well, hey, guys, again, welcome to the podcast. We're so grateful that you guys tune in and you listen. And uh, all the comments and the feedback, it's been great. Yeah. I'm so grateful, man. Like, we're hitting some really good stuff. I love biblical perspectives on things because there's a yeah. lot of answers in Scripture. Though some may not agree with that, that's totally okay. Uh, prove me wrong, I guess. Um, but and, 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 and even if you do, I'm going to find an answer because God's faithful. No. You know what I mean? So, But we don't always just use Scripture. We use reason. We use uh, facts and evidence, and that's the whole point. You know what I mean? We're seeing that without morality, without God... You, a nation, like John Adams said, a nation that's free cannot subsist without any length of time without the scriptures. No. It just won't exist. And we're seeing that more and more. Remember this. The Bible says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, not blessed is the government. So we're not talking about just reforming government and society. We want to reform government to get back to where it should be, where the people are in control, not in a mob way, no. under law way, which is a constitution. So there's just a lot going on. Obviously, we see in current politics, there's just a mess of stuff going on, especially lately. Um, you know, we just had this thing with uh, the, the Republicans doing an extension yeah. to bring the government back up because for some reason, 800,000 jobs, they're not being paid for. But Congress is uh, getting still paid, which is amazing. Uh, now, uh. <laughs> here's my disagreement with all of that anyway. Why does the government have 800,000 jobs that they're paying? Yeah. <laughs> Which, again, I look at this as unconstitutional. You know, to, to have all these jobs and all these things, when the, since when is the government efficient? If the people aren't efficient, what makes you think the government will be efficient, right? So no. all these things that they're funding, it's like they shouldn't be funding that. They shouldn't be funding that either. They shouldn't be funding that either. You know what I mean? So, and it, it gets back back to that fundamental idea that that we try to <laughs> hammer of like, what is your government really there for? That's exactly and right. It, what did Locke say about it? You know, what did, oh what my did goodness, say like, about it? you know, all these guys. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know how the Canadians feel about it. I'll tell you that right now. Come on, now. Canada, Bob, give it to me, buddy. <laughs> um, all these guys said a lot of things about this, but their their big thought was, what is your government really there for? And they saw through all kinds of different past governments that once government got beyond the bounds of protecting the citizenry yep. and upholding rights, 
things started to go sour. And, and that's what we're seeing continually is like people don't vote a dollar out of their pocket. That's exact. That's so. And, and this begs another question, because that's what's going to get us into this whole yeah. wall discussion and all these things. Here. We're going to talk about the wall. We're going to talk about uh, what is five billion. Right? <laughs> what does it mean? We're also going to talk about commonly misused scriptures that now the Democrats, the ones who decry separation of church and state, you know, are starting to use now. You guys are seeing that more and more, how to justify the government's position. They're using scripture now, which I'm going to blow out of the water in a second, which you need to, right? Because, and it's not like a, it's not a pride thing. It's just, it's, you're, now you're messing with my God thing again, right? After the abortion thing, which I find funny because like they're, and I got to go on the tangent for a minute. Go for it. Isn't it funny how Planned Parenthood founded by Margaret Sanger, who is totally for the, extermination of Negroes is what she said. She was speaking at KKK rallies. She's, yeah, she said... I'm dead exactly. serious. They, she was totally. speaking at KKK rallies. And I gotta ask you guys this. If Adolf Hitler founded the Boy Scouts of America, <laughs> would you let your sons go to that group? No, because of its founder. Yeah. But we're allowing women to go to this place that was founded by a person who was a socialist, an avowed socialist, second, who wanted to exterminate the Negro population... And all these things. And we're allowing, and we're funding it through federal funds. So here's the thing. What is a right? Because all we heard, and I'm going to tie into this with the wall. Government says that, you know, we need to provide because it's a woman's right to choose an abortion. It's a government's right to back up our right to health care. It's a right that we have an education. It's a right. Rights. What does it mean? Where, where, where does that word come from? I, and when did the government start developing those rights? Yeah. Go ahead. Ooh, I, I heard on the radio today that driving is a right. Driving's, Driving's a, a right. right. <laughs> Holy <laughs> which, crap. Which the person who was from Canada was quickly corrected by the radio host. They said, no, 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 no. Driving is a privilege, right? Yeah. So, but like... We've decided that all of these things are rights because we want them. So we look at that's right. We look at abortion. <laughs> no pun. Ooh, good. I like that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we look at abortion. We look at education. We look at health. We look at all this stuff, and we go, "That's a right." And I understand the argument to a fair degree because people want to say, "Well, I need health care in order to survive. Therefore, it's a right." Or I need education in order to have a fulfilling life. Therefore, I have a right to it. What they really should be arguing is nobody should be restricting me from getting these. That's right. In freedom of association. That's funny. Which that's different from nobody should be restricting me from getting these. So therefore, because I can't pay for it, somebody needs to give it to me. Exactly. That's a different argument. Exactly. And isn't it funny that when the founders do, that's such a great point, because isn't it funny when the founders wrote the Bill of Rights, which there was a big debate at that time, should we write down rights? Because then the government can say, well, this is all you have. Yeah. You know, this is all we're going to do. This is all we're going to protect. But had they not written it, government could easily say, you don't have rights. We're the ones who give you rights, which is what you're seeing today, right? Isn't it funny, though, that what God gave us as rights, people are contrary. I should say the left is contrary to, like, religion. If you're too Christian, it's too much. What about guns? No, 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 no. Not that right. Privacy. 
Not that right. States' yeah. rights. Mm-mm. We want the federal government. In. But you know what? You want your health care at all costs. <laughs> what and, you want, and instead of what God says, rights. we have already the right to do. Yeah. What is a right? It is something inherently given to me by God that I don't have to force someone to give to me. Right there. If, I, if you have to force me to give money to what you want... That is no longer called a right. That is called thievery. And that's been happening for a long time now in this country. And I'm very sick and tired of us pussyfooting around that issue. We're just tiptoeing. We don't want to talk about that. We don't really want to say that. Let me say this. If your health care is a right, I already have the right to the Second Amendment. I'll say it again. Then you owe me money to buy my guns, according to your theory. Which you would argue, since guns are in the Constitution... There's more argument to be made that our guns should be provided for us. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Then health or (laughs) the freedom to express my religion. Then you should give me money. According to your line of thinking, give me money to erect my church. Or you know what? The federal government should easily be giving me money for self-evident, but they don't. Right. Or why why don't we try? uh, What's in the what else is in the Bill of Rights that, oh, the government should be providing for the states, which they kind of are in a backwards kind of way. We're giving them the money to give back to the states. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's so the states gives them playing, the yeah. states and our taxes go to a federal government to give back to the states, which then becomes a nice tool to use against states against them. and yes. say, "Well, you're not going to get your funding. You stole it from me first, anyways. Right and now, you're hanging it over my head. Right." Which yeah. brings up this topic of interposition. If you've never heard of interposition. This is where the government, if you look at federally, statewide, countywide, and local governments, right? If you look at all four, if you look up the AmericanView.com, they got a really good DVD on this on, yeah. on interposition. And basically what it means is the interposition of someone protecting me. So in other words, I can use it in Christianity. Jesus Christ interposed himself from me for my sin before God so that I would be justified righteously before God. He interposed with his life for me. Same thing that the federal government is supposed to be doing keeping their eyes outward to protect me and my rights. That's all they're supposed to be doing. But what happens? You know what happens? They start talking to the states. They're like, you know, if we can just kind of collude, we can really be powerful. So then all of a sudden, the federal government turns against the state. And the state's like, no, 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 I'm wrestling against the federal government. So they're going back and forth. But all of a sudden, you know, the federal government starts to bribe the states. And, you know, it's like, well, we can get a little mm-hmm. bit more powerful. So all of a sudden, the state now turns against the county government. We have the authority because guess what? We're the state. We can create any kind of organization and entity we want. Isn't that what you're seeing today? When a group can go into Gibson and take their guitars and seize money and tell them nothing about it? That's some freaky stuff, y'all. Even me talking about this freaks me out. I want you to fill the listeners in because some people may not know what happened with that. If you look it it up. it didn't get covered. It didn't get coverage, and you can help me out with it because I think you know about it, too. I'm rusty on it. Yeah, so, so what happened was there was just this... I don't know if it was a the IRS or something like that. I, I can't remember what organization it was, but basically they went and invaded Gibson's headquarters, and they wanted documents and they wanted things. They went in by force, confiscated millions of dollars, yeah. also tons of money worth of guitars, things like that. Never explained it. Never brought it back. Yeah, they they just completely froze. You can the look business. it up yourself. Yeah, right. And this happens. Often. And that, that goes along with civil asset forfeiture, right. which does not get enough publicity. Um, I know Ron Paul has been very vocal about civil asset forfeitures. And basically what this is, for those of you who don't know, this is when if you're driving, let's say you're driving with $15,000 cash in the back of your car. 
And and there was actually a couple that this happened to in Colorado, California, one of those crazy states. It was a C state. <laughs> it was a C state, which tend to be crazy. Connecticut, Colorado, California. Need I continue? Yeah. Let's just... The Congo. Yeah. Just kidding. Anyway, I got nothing. Canada. I, I got nothing. Canada. Canada. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here we go. <laughs> um, All right. Back so, to the point. So you're driving along in your car, fifteen thousand dollars cash in your car. You get pulled over. Yeah. Cop searches your car, finds the fifteen thousand dollars. In states that enforce civil asset forfeiture, you don't need to be charged with the crime. All the cop has to do is say, "This is suspicious. Therefore, I'm confiscating the money." then you have to prove yourself innocent to get the money back. Even then, you may go through two, three, four years without ever getting your money back. And this happened with a couple who they were they were going to buy a house. And they had like $40,000 of cash in their car. They got pulled over, searched. Cops took the money, and the money disappeared. The couple never got the money back. They were never charged with a crime. They were never connected to anything yet their money was taken. And unfortunately, there are police departments that actually use this for funding. They'll take the money and, oh, well, we got more money in our petty cash now. You know, and you can look this up, guys. Yeah, we're not we're not crazy. It's here. happening and that's that goes along with this idea of when you don't have boundaries on your government, you run into real dangers of your government controlling every asset area of your life. And one of the things I want to do, one of these future episodes, I really want to cover um, where we're going with currency as far as turning we into totally digital currency totally and the control that can be had yes. with that, especially what's going on in China. Here, listen. I think it was Thomas Jefferson. I believe it was Jefferson. And I quote a lot of the founders, so forgive me if I'm wrong. I believe it was Jefferson when he said, where the government fears the people, there's liberty. No. Where the people fear the government, there's tyranny. Yep. Why is it that we fear more our government than we do, than the government fears us when we're the ones who elect them? We're the ones who put them in office. We're the ones that are supposed to hold them accountable. There should be none of this rogue crap. No. And we're going to talk about this wall thing in a second again. What is a right? A right is something already given to me by God. I don't have to force you to give it to me. I'm inherently born with the right to life. I'm mm -hmm. given that right. I'm not even born. I'm created. Listen to me. Listen to me. The, de the Declaration of Independence says this. We hold these truths to be self-evident. These are Lockean theories. Look them up. Mm. Okay? Thomas Jefferson wrote this. He was a Lockean at heart. It's a self-evident truth, which means self-evident in kid terms means duh. Right? This is just blood. Duh. All men are created equal. Notice the founders didn't say anything about being born equal or evolved equally. They're born or they're created equal. With certain inalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Originally, it was property, which I still, I kind yeah, of... Yeah, and I know why they took it out. Yeah. Because uh, of the whole slavery issue. Yeah. Right? Which, that's but, understandable. But at the same time, Locke, I'm like, boy, property would have really put this in its place. Where, but Locke wrote about property. Absolutely. Well, and, and Locke thought that property was a right, an inalienable right, something given by God, because what that was, was that was something that you could physically have dominion over in your own Which individual biblical, space. Yes. And that's completely biblical. And it gives you the opportunity to create and produce and live, 
right? If I've got my my property, my acre of land, I can grow crops on it, which I can then eat or sell to buy other food, right? If I don't have this ability to property, somebody can control can't, my ability to eat. Can't do that now, can you? No. Because you're in hock to a government or a county no. or a state. You can't collect rainwater without right. the state of Florida Bro, coming down you can down pay your house you. off and you still owe a government for yeah. land that is yours. Yeah. Don't. Don't pay your property tax. See what happens. Yeah, deuces. <laughs> it's not your property, man. It's not. No. This was not the original America that we intended to have. Guys, how much money is enough? You want to keep raising taxes. We are taxed. Bro, if I get an inheritance from my father, it is taxed after he paid tax on the money that he's giving me. Oh, yeah. Does anyone else? I mean, doesn't this? This is stupid. That drives It was me nuts. given to me by someone who already worked and paid taxes, which I don't even agree with. Right? Yeah. If I leave my kids a hundred grand and I've already paid tax on it, they're gonna get taxed for me passing it down to them. What's the estate tax at right now? I don't. Is even it like fifty percent or something? It's, it's I don't some outrageous know. number. But isn't it ridiculous that everything we do pretty much is taxed? Or inheritance tax. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about this, right? As a minister, I don't pay, what is it, a couple, because I'm, I'm an ordained minister, so you could, I don't pay Medicare, you know, Social Security, whatever. Yeah, I don't pay Medicare or Social Security. So I don't get Social Security when I die or when I yeah. get old, when I retire, supposedly. I won't get it because I'm not paying into it. That's right? okay. Which I'm paying fine. into it and I won't get it either. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I opted out of paying for those things, but yeah. I won't receive it at the end, right? I'm still paying tax on everything else. People are like, oh, that's not fair. You're not paying into that. Why? I pay tax on everything that I do. Everything that I buy, I pay tax on. Everything. There's not one thing that I don't buy that I don't pay tax on. Maybe Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> but they probably think, paid tax on that. Well, and, and think about the process. You work for your employer. You're taxed before you even get your paycheck. We we tie to Dude, government before we tie to way, God. Right? Way before. And we're so, supposed to give our first fruits to God and we give it to God government. We, we yep, exactly. So your your income your gross income gets taxed. <clears throat> you get your check. Well now you gotta go to the store and buy food. You get taxed. Wait, but before that sales tax. You get you pay tax in off gross. Yep. Your employer has to match that. Oh, that's right. So the, that number gets taxed again. And the employer has to pay that, right? You go to the store, you want to buy food or whatever, you get taxed then, okay? So you come home with your paycheck that's now got tax on that. You got to drive your car, you get taxed on gas. Oh, and then you got to pay on for and that then, license yep. to be on the road. There's another that's, tax. That's fees. another tax because we just built that road, which and was a tax. Let's say you take that small amount and you decide to invest it. And it grows a little bit. Well, now you've got capital gains taxes. <laughs> So we got to take money out of that too, right? And you own a business and you want to put your own money into your business. Well, now we've got to tax your business when you pay your employees who are going to take home a paycheck. Like there's a tax at every single level. And it's, it's, we look at it and we go, oh, well, there's a tax there. There's a tax there. There's a tax there. But we never connect the dots that like you're being taxed for five, 10, 12 times Easy. in a row. Easy. You know? And the moment you get in your car, you can already... It's just the the, the, the clicker. Yeah. You're getting taxed. 
Alexandria Ocasio said something about billionaires. It's evil that a country... Immoral. It's immoral, yeah. basically. And I shouldn't say evil. It's immoral is what she said, which yeah. is basically she's calling evil. To, to, to have, who made you the arbiter of who gets to have a billion or not? I'm thoroughly convinced a billionaire could give away $999 million, keep a million, and they'll still be pissed off about it. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know what? They've never been there. They've never achieved it. They've never she, worked that hard for it. So Sorry, it's the truth. She went after Howard Schultz, the CEO yep. of Starbucks, not realizing that he was a rags to riches story. Like he he grew up he grew up in the lifestyle Gosh. that she tried to tell everybody she had. She tried to tell everybody that she grew up in the Bronx on the streets middle or whatever. Class, right? She's middle, yeah, she middle, was middle class. class and like kind of like she's a, of the people. Twenty minutes away from you know. He actually grew up in the streets type lifestyle and grew up from nothing and became this billionaire. And she's looking at him going, you're immoral because you you were too successful. You shouldn't be that successful when there's other people who are who are. Yeah. Do you realize how many jobs that dude has created? Thank you. But have you? I ain't making fun of her. None of this is a cap on her character. I believe what she's trying to do is what she believes is right to do, right? There's people that are deceived. I I believe she's 100% deceived on government. She thinks government should do everything for you. I think you can do it yourself. Who's right? Yeah, and that's that's something I've been thinking a lot about is like how can we get more it. involved in that type of stuff? Like how can we and and I would I, I'm with you in the sense of like I don't really want to videotape it and I don't even want to necessarily talk Announce about it a it. lot yeah. online because it's not about that and I don't ever want it to be misconstrued as being about that. But I want for us to be able to get involved in a real physical way so that way we can come back and tell people look this is what we did we walked into the christian pregnancy clinic and we said how can we help you what do you guys need from us how can we make this work better and we're gonna do it right this name dude and we're gonna do it and i've told you one of my dreams or one of my visions um that i would love to fulfill is to be able to help to create a network that helps people start their passions or start their businesses, teaches people how to do that, and raises up this whole network, right? Dude. Whether it's nonprofit or business, right? And and even underprivileged youth in the inner city, like we always talk about how there's food deserts in the inner city, how there's no black businesses, that kind of thing. Well, it's a vicious cycle because there's no money flowing in there in terms of loans and support and all that. So there's no businesses, which means there's no banks that are willing to take a risk on putting a business in there and all that. How do you change that culture? Well, you got to change it from the beginning. You got to get these kids understanding that they can do this. And if this is how you become independent. And if banks don't, then it takes us who have the means to invest in businesses like that to do that. And again, you just cast vision, dude. And I'm glad you did. You casted a vision of networking and all these things and i think once you do that it's almost like okay now i have a purpose here it's not just the podcast it's not just self-evident going on it's not just the church it's what can we do more in the community right i want to read you guys something frank stevens he's a down syndrome man and he's Mm, been testifying all over the place and and, and listen to what he said he said 
government makes laws. He said, government changes laws. I'm here to change hearts. Dude, if guys, look, if you haven't seen him, his testimony before Congress, you, you've got to watch his Bro, testimony. A man with Down syndrome blows it away, dude. Said with his own mouth, government changes laws. I'm here to change hearts. Listen to what he said. I don't want to make abortion illegal. I want to make it unthinkable. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Change hearts. Bingo. Listen, do you think he said that in vain? No. No? No. If he can understand that, him, who people say Down syndrome, oh, they're limited. He doesn't feel limited. No. He's saying, I'm alive. I've gotten to enjoy. I've been to the White House twice, spoken in universities. He's gone all over the world speaking about this. What about you? who have all the faculties. You have no problem with talking. You have no problem with sharing on social media. You have no problem when someone offends you to go back and revile them. You have no problem when something's wrong at a restaurant, when something gets wrong in your order to complain about it. Why is it hard to change something in society then? I hope this convicts you. I hope it does. Because it's not going to change until we change. It can't and it won't. Right. It's up to us to do that. Not the church, not whatever. It's us. Um, God is holding me accountable for what I do. Not you. I'm going to continue to do what I do. And I pray to God people follow and they do their own ministries. They will find their own callings as they follow, as we lead. And then they can lead. That's what you want. You want leaders to lead past you. That's what a leader wants. He wants to be able, you know what? I don't know a leader that wants to be called a leader. I don't know one good leader that says, I want to be called a leader. They just lead. And people go, that's a leader. And then he starts to do or she starts to do what he or she, God put on their hearts. And they start moving forward. And then other people start to catch the vision. And then they start doing their ministries. And they're going beyond them. And you know what that leader's thinking? Praise God, now they can lead. And they're going to lead more people than I could. That's what a leader does, right? They just naturally are gifted to do it. I don't know one good leader that wants to be called a leader. Um, they just want to do God's will. Martin Luther King said that. I'm just, I just want to do God's will. I just want to do God's will. And you know what? Next week's going to be an awesome show, man. K. Carl. Oh, that's right. K. Carl Smith's going to be coming on next week. We're going to talk about black history. Real black history. Because I honor black history, man. Look, I don't know if y'all can see it. I got this big old plaque of Martin Luther King. <laughs> I don't care what you think of the man. He changed society. Was he perfect? Nope. Nope. Not glorifying his faults. I'm glorifying the God in him and the victories. No. That's all I'm doing. Same thing with Spurgeon. Same thing with Washington. Same thing with Jefferson. All these people. Ah, uh, they had slaves. Yep, and you abort babies. I mean, come on. You can't have it two ways. Two evils don't make a right. Two wrongs don't make a right here. Um. But at least they wanted to end what they were doing. Had a law in place that 20 years, slavery would end. They wanted it to end. That's why they wrote that law. You want to continue killing babies past nine months when they're in labor. If they've been born. Right. Northam even talked about 
after it's been born. Oh, that's right. Having a discussion. That's the dude that was caught in the KKK stuff. Which I Which really wonder. Me, you know, you, you wonder like that picture. Didn't that come out right after he had right made the abortion that, yeah. comment? Which you, you kind of wonder like, okay, what's look, man? Where <laughs> I understand that yeah. it's offensive. I get it. They also what it was a high school thing, yeah. and it was acceptable back then. Yeah, which nobody found this uh, until now. Oh, he was he was in college. Yeah, he was in college. I was gonna say, bro. I'm not justifying it. You know, you just, you, you, you got to look at, I don't know. And I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad we brought this up. I'm not for it. The Ku Klux Klan should be dissolved and everybody should denounce it. Right? It's a right, it's, it's, it's an extremist organization. It's not right wing or left wing. It's an extremist organization. Right? I look at like jesting. And you know, the Bible talks about this. You shouldn't be jesting. You shouldn't be doing things like that. So I could see. Let's let's yeah. call him out on it, right? But I think we've all done things in our past that's like questionable. It's, it's become one of those things where you, if you did anything questionable twenty years ago, they can nail you for it. You you look at Kevin Hart and what happened with him ten like, years ago, and ten after years he'd ago, already apologized for yeah. it. Yeah, and and the thing was, it was a completely different environment where. Like comments like that, just people sloughed it off. Whatever, it's a joke. He he was joking around, but now it's, boy, you've, <laughs> I mean, you, dude, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. I don't that even know. That. I, don't even, I don't even know what happened. With so that. basically, Liam Neeson, we're talking about. He and Jonathan, help me out with this because I I know the details in a fuzzy sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which that that's a good point. The whole whole that's evil exactly thought right. thing is like all of us have evil thoughts and all of us make mistakes, but now it's become one of these things where you're you're not allowed to make a mistake. Bro, I look at I look at guys in on the on the left side. Like, here, let's go with Nancy Pelosi. Wasn't it her brother that was just awarded some millions of dollars to do some solar study or some, like, and it's out there. I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. You can't tell me, like, the Kamala Harris's, all these people, that they didn't do stuff in college they'd be ashamed of, straight up, or in their past. And if you didn't, praise God. Good for you. Yeah. Right? I did things. Dude, I was in a cult. Straight up things were said. It was like, I didn't even support it. That's why I got out of it. Yeah. I didn't even support it. You're going to hold that against me. I grew up. I grew up. I don't do those things no more. I see the love of Jesus. I don't want to do those things anymore. I grew up, right? We all grow. That's the point of life. I don't know a 70 or 80 year old that isn't more tempered than they were when they were 20. Tempered. Wisdom. 
knowledge, patience. They learn these things time-wise, right? Mm. Parents, after you, when you have one kid, you're freaking out. Two kids, you're still kind of freaking out, but you're getting it. Third kid, you're like, nah. Fourth, now nah, they can take care of themselves. I mean, that's just how it is. You learn. Yeah. You grow. You, you, just, you learn and you grow over time. Your ideals get formed. You're like, okay, oh, I understand why I can't believe that or do this or that, right? It wasn't man that got me to Jesus Christ. I cried out to God myself got me to God and it was a slow process, but he's teaching me more and more about what I'm not and who he is. It's the same thing with all these people that are getting busted for their past. Now, I don't like the guy, his care, him advocating for abortion tells me enough about his character. Yeah. There's something wicked and, in there. And that's, that's what I care about more yes, than his now. Is now. Yeah. Was it a bad thing? Was it a mistake? Was it, was it offensive? Yes. Okay. hundred percent. hundred percent. But I care more about the principles that he's carrying now, which if he's still carrying racist principles, yeah, I care about that. And think about it. You're supporting an organization called Planned Parenthood who was straight up founded on racism. Mm -hmm. Straight up founded. And you know what's so funny? How come Planned Parenthood doesn't have a quote from Margaret Sanger on their website? That's a good point. I've never thought about that. I've never seen it. And I could be wrong. If, if, you, were, if you were proud of your Let's founder, you would hold your founder... Up, Let's look right? this up. And that's that's something that everybody forgets is it was created as a eugenics tool. It was population control for certain groups of people. And if you look at her quote, she was specifically talking about the black population and how this was a tool to keep them down, to keep them confined, keep them controlled. Right. See, look at this on their website. I just want to point this yeah, out. Yeah, go for it. Reproductive health rights are under attack like never before. Mitch McConnell, Paul Ryan, and their allies in the Trump administration are seizing every opportunity to roll back reproductive rights and cut Planned Parenthood's patients off from health care. No, we're stopping abortion. All the other stuff you all do, great. Mam mammograms, which you don't do. Which is very little. Yeah, they don't do. <laughs> they, they don't, don't do mammograms. Don't. She actually yeah. said that. Yeah. Right? So but what are we all trying the other to stop? stuff is little. Yeah, I'm just trying to look here. Hmm. And the first page here is a donation page. What are you about? Hmm. At least the newest president of Planned Parenthood has come out and specified exactly what they're about. They are about abortions. She said it, where Cecile Richards would never really come out and say it. She would always say, oh, we're, we're for women's health and women's medical and all of that. This lady just bluntly said, no, we're about abortions. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you look at the learn part. Abortion, birth control, cancer, emergency contraception, health and wellness, pregnancy, sex and relationships, gender, glossary, A to Z for teens, for parents, for educators, depression, vaccinations, hypertension, di diabetes, suicide... Nothing about our founder. Wouldn't you want to know where it came from? No. Notice they never pushed that? You notice that we could talk about God and Jesus with no problem? No. Just saying. Get involved. Nope. Nope, I'm good. Nothing. Donate, though. Y'all need to donate. Shoot. <laughs> uh, STDs. Got a picture of a condom. Good for you guys. Birth control, abortion, emergency contraception, which is abortion right here. Learn more, learn more. See all topics. Get the facts. Need help? Who are we? There it is. Who are we? Uh, October 2016, Planned Parenthood turned 100 years. Nothing about, what's her name? 
Planned Parenthood, providing trusty health care, leading the reproductive health rights movement, advancing global health. Nothing about Margaret. Still nothing about nothing their founder, about really. Not a thing. Let's keep searching because this is good. Leadership. I'm, I'm impressed. What's what's the new president's name? Uh, Does it have it under the leadership? Leah Wen, is that it? Yeah. Yeah. She actually corrected an, a news outlet because they had tried to push the reproductive health line or whatever, or women's health services. And she basically said, no, we're about abortion. <laughs> I'm just looking here. I'm really trying to find. They're a nonprofit, right? That's their, their I don't know. I think they're filed as a nonprofit. But but yeah, they get, they get a ton <laughs> Dude, of federal funding. This is crazy. Why are you ashamed of your leader? There's Boy Scouts nothing least, in there. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, this is crazy. I never thought of They're ashamed of their leader. Put it on hmm. there what she said. Yeah. Let's let's put it up. What did she say? In her, I believe it was in the book of eugenics. Don't quote me on this. We don't want them to know that we're trying to exterminate the Negro population. Let's look this up. And people called me on this once. It's like, you can look it up yourself. I'm not, yeah. I'm not look, stupid. Go ahead. Look up some Sanger quotes. And I've noticed the mask has slipped off on all of the abortion stuff. They're no longer talking about safe, rare, legal. They're no longer talking about, you know, oh, we we want to be careful about this. We, it, The mask has slipped off and it's become abortion no matter what, anytime, right, up to birth. And some people have even described it as after, you know. And at least they're showing their true colors on it. If there's one thing I'm thankful for, because I think that wakes up people who were asleep on the whole issue. And they were... What were the abortion rates in the 90s? I don't remember. I mean, it has it, It's dropped, hasn't it? Over the last yeah, like 20, 30 years, it started to drop. Um, I mean, just here's just a couple, right? We don't want the word to go out that we're trying to exterminate the Negro population. Listen to what she said in a letter to Clarence Gamble, Dr. Clarence Gamble, of Procter & Gamble. That was who yeah. founded it. In 1939, she said, It seems from, to me from my experience that while the colored Negroes have great respect for white doctors, they can get closer to their own members and more or less lay their cards on the table, which means their ignorance, superstitions, and doubts. We should hire three or four colored ministers, preferably with social service backgrounds, and with engaging personalities, the most successful educational approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. <laughs> True, right? Check this out. They're human weeds, reckless breeders, spawning human beings who never should have been born. This was in a pivot to civilization. Sanger penned her thoughts regarding immigrants, the poor, and Arab philanthropy. They're human weeds, reckless breeders. Organized charity itself is the symptom of malignant social disease. <laughs> Jeez. Birth control is nothing more or less than weeding out the unfit. Boy, isn't that where we're heading? Sounds like a very loving person. <laughs> so now, if that was the vision of what she had, Planned Parenthood's to stop pregnancy, abortion. Look what she just said, weeding out the unfit. Yeah. Eugenics? Who are you? Who made you God? I don't know you, right? I want all people to live. What's wrong with that? Human beings who never should have been born at all, uh... 
the I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world. She was talking about bigger, larger families yeah. that yeah, do that. That's right. She was really against that, wasn't she? I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, dude. I mean, she was incredibly crazy. I mean, I'll, I'll use that word. Yeah. <clears throat> What's the point? What's the point? Right. You'll have this disdain for life, but you won't have a disdain. Or I'm sorry, you'll have this disdain for life, but you won't have it for babies at the border. What's the difference? They obviously can't survive in their own country. Aren't they unfit? Um, How can we provide? We don't have the money to provide for them here in this country. Do we? Right now we don't. <laughs> exactly. We're bankrupt. We're going backwards as a society. Our national debt constantly increases. So you want to bring these people, oh, they're going to work. Really? What about all the 60, that we, 60 million that we aborted? They couldn't work? Find their own way in life? What you want to bring it? Listen, I'm all for the air. My, my father and mother were immigrants. I am not against immigration. That's not the point here, right? It's legally, and, it's, and we've used that point so much. But we're going to talk about real fast because we got a few minutes, I think. So, so hitting, hitting the topic of the wall, we just had an extension filed, what, a week and a half ago? Trump just gave a State of the Union address tonight, which I haven't watched. I haven't it's funny. Watched. It was going while we were talking. While we're talking here. So he did the State yeah. of the Union. I don't know what he said. He should have been listening to us. That's right, man. <laughs> Dang it. He would have got better ideas had he listened to self-evident podcast. President Trump, sir, please next time listen to listen us. Listen to first. us. We know what we're talking about. We'll write your speech for you. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, right. I would love so, to do that. So what's the big deal? Five billion for a wall. Now, at first, I wasn't for the wall. I'll tell you why. I'm afraid of a government building anything that can keep me in. Which is fair. Hey, man, governments always go despotic. They tend to chaos. And you can, bro, now state governments are literally saying we can kill babies. Don't tell me that it can't go despotic, dude. And I remember saying to you about the wall, I'll start getting concerned when they start building the wall across Canada. A U.S. border. <laughs> like that's, that's when I'll start worrying. Like uh, this isn't just this to isn't keep good. people out. <laughs> you know why is it the Canadians? They're, they're not over here coming illegally, and even if they do, they're not coming over here in dress numbers. At least that I know of. No, I've never no, seen no, statistics no. bad because on. they like their country better than ours. <laughs> e e. But it, it really is true. It's that osmosis. But, but principle, what's the big deal? You know? let, let, let's talk about this. Five yeah. billion for a wall. When what was it? Obama gave four hundred billion to Iran. We don't even know where it, it was cashed to him, is, is what I was... Yeah, we gave some... I don't remember how much it was that we but gave them, but we gave them a, a bunch Why? of in cash. What's the big deal? As far as the cost? Yeah, the wall and everything, because yeah. we, we wanted to talk about so it. So we were, especially after the the shutdown, everybody was all up in arms about the shutdown. And we, we talked a little bit about the 800,000 who were out Didn't, of a yeah. job for a month, which they got their paychecks back. And I understand, I'm not, I'm not arguing that, look, you weren't in financial stress during that time. Of course you were. I get it. I think about and it. That, if I didn't have a paycheck for a month, I would be pretty stressed out Did you know that that too. pastor that bought his wife a Lamborghini offered his help to those who were affected mm-hmm. by the government shutdown? Boy, yep. blame him for the things he yeah, does it's all his supposedly fault. wrong. But man, he's out there helping people. Yeah, he's giving money. Just saying. And good for and him. People rallied around. Um, I'll support that any day. Yeah, absolutely. Good for you, dude. Pastor uh, John Gray, good for you. And we, so the the nation had this whole argument about this wall, and the Democrats had dug their feet in and said, absolutely not. No matter what, you can't have the wall. You got to open the government first stop holding the government hostage which of course and the republicans were saying you're holding the government hostage because you won't just write in five billion dollars 
for this wall. That, she loved theatrics. Oh, it's all theatrics. It drove me up a wall watching it. Now, you can't help but give Trump credit in the fact that he threw a bunch of concessions out at the Democrats. Now, he knew full well they weren't going to take them. But he threw them out, and the Democrats didn't take them. Instead of going, you know what? We can get a win for DACA. We can get a win for amnesty. Let's go ahead and do this, and then we'll just spin it afterwards. They said, absolutely not. We're not taking it. And what we're going to get into is Trump told them what he's prepared to do, which is the national emergency. And I really want to talk about that. But first, I want to talk about the wall. So I was looking up the stats. Right now, we've got about 660 miles of fence And I was looking it up, and when they put in all this fence, Obama looked at the Republicans and said, I gave you what you want. Now, I know you're going to ask for more because you guys always change the goalposts. One of the problems is the fencing in the bill that they wrote for it, they they did not give a definition for the exact type of fencing because different areas require different types of fencing. So some parts you got vehicle barriers, like just cement pillars to stop vehicles. Other areas you got pedestrian fences and and the whole nine yards. So a lot of areas have just vehicle barriers that people can just step right over. That's not a fence. That's just a marker of where the boundary is, right? That's right. (laughs) Here, step over me. Yeah, Yeah, here I am. And so... We've got people, we've already got 660 miles of wall or, or fence. What Trump wanted to do was get the money in order to be able to put in more wall or more fence along the areas that are literally just open space to cross. And I want you to talk a little bit more about your, because I know you had a lot of arguments with people about the wall. And, and you told a lot of people that you were against it. And it, I think it does go deeper for you than just the walls are built to hold people in. For me, it's a change of heart. So uh, here, here's, here's what I'm saying. Do we need a wall for upholding law? If we were deporting these people, because I don't even know. I can't remember. I have statistics of like immigration laws that changed no. in 1793 or four, something like that, and on. And how it was like... Okay, we're going to amnesty this 3.5 million people, but we're not going to let it happen again. Yeah, thanks, Reagan. So, yeah, it, but it happened beyond him. It oh, happened yeah, with, yeah. I think it, it was happens Bush, I think Clinton, yeah. maybe. Uh, all these things. They, they just, they, they're not willing. I didn't even know what it is, but like, they're not willing to just do and protect. They're not willing to deport. And people, I find it funny because like, even some of the left, you know, they were like, well, there's more people that come in on planes. Well, how do you know that? And if you know that, aren't you an accomplice to evil? Yeah. And I'm saying, and I, I, I can hear it now. You're calling them evil for coming here? No, I'm calling the crime evil. Yeah. It's illegal to do. And the question now, is... Now, libertarians are going to get mad at me and say, well, I thought you were more libertarian than that. We should have open borders. No, we should be a nation. That's yeah. what we have. We have a nation. That's why it's called Mexico, Canada, United States. Can, can I want actually two points. First off, yeah, they're flying over on planes. But even if that wall will stop 40% of those crossing illegally, so you're telling me let's not even stop those four out of 10. 
So it's illogical. That 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 doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Um, the other one I want to address the the libertarian argument of well, a true libertarian allows for open borders. And what you and I had a conversation about this a while, yeah, a while ago, because because I had read some columns by some libertarians that on the surface they make a good argument because it's true libertarians are very much freedom to do what you feel you need to do. The problem comes into property rights. Libertarians still hold property rights, and if you re- remove the border of a country, you're removing defined property rights yeah so who runs this chaos so exactly there's there's no definition of property rights between the nations or between the cultures right right and and part of being a libertarian is supporting other people's property rights you as a libertarian you still defend your household from unwanted invasion it's the same thing with a nation a nation defends itself from an unwanted invasion. Yeah. Right? And I think that's where... Constitutionally... Liber- constitutionally, the government libertarians is supposed to protect stand. us from foreign invaders and things like that. Yeah. Now, they're not invading. Technically, it's, it's an they invader. are. They're coming in <laughs> to your country. You know what I mean? No, the only thing stopping them from my front door is them kicking it in. I mean, really, like... Yeah. Has there been cases where there's been illegal immigrants that have come here and done well for themselves and provided for them? Of course. Of course. No question. Now, imagine if they'd have just done it legally. They wouldn't even have to turn around. They wouldn't be turning around every five seconds trying to figure yeah. out who's going to catch them. But has there also been illegal aliens who have killed, right, because they wanted yeah. to? Drug dealers, all these things. Stuff exists, man. No. There's drug dealers in America, too, yeah, and we deal with them. <laughs> you know, our, our prison system's full of it. You know, full, full, full of that type of person. Here, here's my issue with the wall, and it's really one of my only issues. I'm so willing to teach people to just uphold the law than build a fence because do fences keep people out? Yeah, I'm just afraid of a rogue government. And if you don't believe that that exists, yeah. why do you think that? Why do you think that Boston couldn't move any place because the ships were right at the Right at either A, the harbor, B, on shore. I mean, they were just firing right on Boston. They couldn't escape. Yeah. Which, so yeah. I only fear rogue governments. And and people are like, see, that's so far-fetched. Really? Trying to take my guns away. Now you're saying it's okay to kill babies to term. They're talking about assisted suicide now in certain of these states. Oh, yeah. All these things. Just that alone freaks me out. If you think you have the authority over that, what else do you have? The, if you have the authority to determine life and death... You don't think you you have the authority over my property if I don't pay my taxes. You got authority in my life. I didn't um, give it to you. I did not sign a waiver in this country that gave you the authority to take my property because I don't give you money forcefully. I, when did I sign? I, did you sign a paper like that? Because I didn't. I didn't ask for that. Just saying. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Rogue governments. Because, dude... I'm telling you, even with the people now, you couldn't stop a government with your gun anyway. Doesn't that scare you? That doesn't freak the, you out? The, doesn't it scare you that you find it more reasonable that your government will use tanks on its own populace than your na- neighbor wanting to defend themselves? Like you, I don't know. You, you see more reasonable action in the government running its own people over with tanks 
than you do with your neighbors saying, I want to defend my property. You would put more trust. <laughs> no, it's so funny. You'd put more trust in a government to do that. Half the people that either side, half the people in government are people you hate. Yeah. This goes back to the whole cops and guns argument. Yeah. Cops are the only people who should have guns. Cops are killing everybody. <laughs> um, right. Pe- Democrats hate Republicans and you're willing to trust them. Mm-hmm. Republicans hate Democrats, but and again, we're willing to trust willing them. To trust, I, I'm not. I'm not for that. I'm yeah. not for, uh, and it goes deeper than that. Now to say that we need a national emergency, that and and I want to get that to scares that me in a more second. than anything. My my one thing about the wall is now I have changed. Yes, to say okay, look, I get it. At this point, man, we're going to reap what we sow. If we eat it, we eat it because it's... Yeah, and I, I think we're at a point where we need to do something physical um, to control the situation. And you, your own example of the Boston Harbor shows that blockades can work in controlling people. Right. And I, I think that's useful because right now what we're seeing, especially with these caravans... You're getting people who are like, well, we'll just mass the system. And we saw it in Europe with the whole Northern Africa migration. Mm. Like, we'll just overrun the system. You guys won't be able to stop us. And I think now is kind of the time to really put your foot down and stem that tide. Yep. Because if people are going to cross the border, they already don't respect your laws. So it, it's, it, good, it's not a even a, I'm going to change their hearts. It's a, their hearts aren't going to change. I got to stop them. Yeah. Our own government don't respect our laws. No. And that's where I agree with you is like, his government's already on its own path. You're saying like, again, build a wall because they don't respect our laws. But now you have a president just saying, saying he'll declare a national emergency. Which we need to get in that. So I want, I want to hear from you. The people who are like, well, let's just claim the national emergency because the Democrats aren't going to allow us to build the wall. So we're just going to claim it and we're going to build the wall. Thank you. Thank you. He just said it. It's going to turn around and hit you. You get a guy in there who you don't agree with, they're going to call the national emergency on something else. The moment we started doing executive actions, and listen, Article 1, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution says this, all legislative powers, all legislative powers here and granted shall be vested in a Congress of the United States. All legislative power shall be vested in a Congress of these United States. Mm. In the Congress. All legislative powers shall be vested in the Congress of these United States. Congress. Where did it say anything about courts? Or the president? They don't have the lawmaking ability. The fact that he has to threaten with a national emergency should scare the crap out of you. The Uh fact that we have executive orders should scare the crap out of you. They do not have lawmaking ability. And if you want them to have lawmaking ability, you want a despotic ruler. Dude, so they signed a stimulus bill. Obama signed one too. So did Bush Mm -hmm. on the way out. Yeah, everybody does their stimulus bill now. All the people that you said, these billionaires that were created, how many of them profited off that? Yeah. Yeah. Democrats wanted it just as much as the Republicans did. If you want to laugh, look at the pork that gets thrown into stimulus bills. You had, (laughs) you had, you, you, I mean, I'm just saying, I can't even trust government, dude. No. I just can't. The moment he does this, it's going to open the door for someone else. Do I believe he's being malicious on it? No. I don't believe, okay, there are some people who are malicious in government. Eventually you find out, crap, they were bad. 
I don't believe everybody goes in with that attention. You know what I mean? I, I really believe people actually want to do what they yeah. do because they care about people. Yeah. But let's be honest here. A lot of people say it. You get up in that government, man, bribes start coming, yeah. things start happening, you start to kind of lose your morals a little bit, right? Now, I don't know about Trump. I never met the guy. I'm not going to cap on his character. I can only cap on what I see. I think he's a loudmouth. I think he should shut his mouth. I don't think he should be on Twitter. Nope. I think he should learn how to speak adequately what he needs to speak and people will be ah he's he's got the cyrus anointing ha he's got this he's he's just willing to say what needs to be said so can buffoons they can communicate by force too yeah right that doesn't make you a better man martin luther king could communicate his message without force that's a man Mm -hmm. relying on the power of god okay tell me what you want i don't care he can say what he wants. And I'm again, I'm only looking at character now. What scares me is about this thing. He has, tell me the constitutional authority. Not a policy. Not a policy. Not what we've enacted after. Constitutionally. Where does he have the authority to write that stuff? Yeah. I don't see it. It's And we keep veering away from that document, and it keeps mm-hmm. getting worse. And we we keep getting these end arounds. You you look at the nuclear option that Harry Reid and the Democrats pulled, Dude. you know, back when Obama was in. Like, <laughs> yeah, even the Republicans were warning, like, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do this because if you do, it's going to come around, and bite you in the butt a couple of years yes. later. And it did. And Reid even complained about it then. Like, how could they use this option? How could they do this? You're the one who brought it in. Yeah. It, You're the one who did it. That's right. Sorry. It's your fault. Yeah. And this is what <laughs> we've allowed. This, and this is why, as conservatives, we're looking at Trump and we're going, don't do this. Because a couple years down the road, when a Democrat gets in office and they see that abortion's about to be outlawed, They'll twist it to where, oh, this, well, this is a a national national emergency. emergency. We need to put this in. Healthcare for all. Our health is a national emergency. Our system is crumbling. Our insurance companies are charging way too much. Our drug prices are skyrocketing. Now is the time to call national emergency to make sure every single American gets health care. You know how you want to know a government is wrong in what they do? When what they do is backed by force. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. That is called tyranny. When a government can do what you can't do, that's tyranny, friends. That's just yeah. how it is. That's why I don't like these options. The only way they can do that is by force. I'm going to force myself to declare a national emergency to build a wall, which takes $5 billion away from It's probably going to be more like 10 yeah. always, Everybody always undershoots, yep. right? How did a website under Obama take how much millions of dollars oh, to make? What, $2 billion or something, and it still wouldn't work right. Yeah, dude, <laughs> and it was check this out. Delayed. My website cost me 100 bucks a month. Yeah. It's just fine. Just fine. 100 bucks a month. Do you know that company that screwed up the whole marketplace website got another contract from us? <laughs> we threw them another contract right after. We're like, hey, we love if your you, work. <laughs> if you look at that same system that you trust in, that is so inefficient. You all know it's inefficient. Everybody Uh-oh. listening to this podcast knows inefficient. Even if you're liberal, you know government is inefficient. Why trust them? 
Well, can we trust ourselves? Well, I'm not. I'm as inefficient as they are. Why can't you just trust me for me? Right? Why can't I, as a Christian, just go help those people at the border? Why? You see what I mean? No. You get government involved, dude. I'm telling you. All they have to do is keep crying louder and louder and louder. Eventually, a Democrat will get their way. The left will always get what they want. That's pretty much the argument that's happening, yeah. is that it's it's a foreign invasion per se, and this is a national emergency. No, but you could say healthcare like there's a national epidemic like the yeah. swine flu or something. Everybody needs to, you know what I mean? It's just That's just what they do right now. Could they use the foreign invader thing? Sure. But that's why every American has a gun under every blade of glass or grass. That's why no other yeah. country would attack us, right? But I can promise you, you shoot an illegal immigrant for invading your property, you're the one that's going to get thrown in the coals, not them. You're the one that's going to get in trouble, not them. Right. If I were, were going to take down America, that's exactly how I would do it. I would do mass migration of my people. Think about this, right? When an illegal immigrant comes here, or any other immigrant, right? In Minnesota, there's certain cases where it's like they get seven years, tax-free income, all these things. What about Joe that's been working 40 years of his life, barely has a savings, he's going to depend on Medicare, which is bankrupt, by the way. No. Barely has anything in his savings account. What about him? He's been faithful to pay his house. Nope. He's been faithful to pay his taxes, his cars, things like that, which I don't even agree with half the crap. But we're going to give these people special treatment. My, my buddy, and this is a shout out to him, he's got this joke that he wants to just uh, hide all of his documents in a safe deposit box and sneak across the border into Mexico and then sneak back across into California and get caught purposely. And just tell him that his name is like Juan Rodriguez or something, and he'll get free health care. He'll get a driver's license. He'll get put up in housing. He'll get food stamps. Like he'll, <laughs> he's he's about ready to claim. He, and he's like six five, blonde hair, blue eyed type guy. Like you know, but if you're illegal, especially in California, oh, they love you. They give you everything. But he has to struggle and fight and push and claw. work and claw and, and still gets taxed to death. To death. Now, I can promise this. Any true man is like, but I'm willing to go through the grind. And that's what he does. And he does, right? He to, goes to, through to the get grind. Ahead. This is kind of what I've been trying to say. If you're willing to take the risk to make a million dollars, you know what I mean? You become yeah. a millionaire, a multimillionaire. Who are you to tell me that that's wrong? If I was willing to take the risk and employ people to do such, who are you to take my money for things I don't even agree with? That is called force. Guys, that is called force. Guys, that's called force. It's called force. Force. Robbery. That's what it is. That's essentially what this is. That's what Locke talked about. Frederick Bassia talked about it. Legal plunder. Legal plunder. They vote themselves a way to take your money. Dude, what's her name? The Casio 
girl, uh, what's her name? Alexander Ocasio-Cortez. Yes, her and a couple other, 90% tax rate. Yeah. They were 90. trying to outdo each other. She said 70, and then Bernie said 80, and, you know, like, Another Warren lady who's, said 90. Who's, a, who's Muslim, I think? She... Oh, yes. Yeah, what's her what's name? She said Imar 90. Oman, I think is where her name Whatever. is. Whatever. But it's but, like, yeah. who are you to tell them they have to pay that much money? Who are you? Who are you? Here, when's the last time you met that billionaire? Millionaire. Sit down and have lunch and dinner with him? Did, did they agree to that term? No. Who are you? Two wolves and a lamb voting for what's for dinner. Exactly. Democracy. <laughs> but that's what's happened. We are now trusting government officials to do this. And dude, who? the question that never gets asked is, who are you? Uh-huh. President Trump, who are you? You're just a man. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Congress, who are, you're just mere men, mere women. And I, that's all you are. I think that's that's really important to put because it's what you're getting at is it's not about the men, it's about the principles. That's right. Like what what foundation and principles are we following? Because if we're not following foundation or principles, then we're following men. Yeah. Who can be swayed by whatever desire or pleasure they've got. And that's and and I know there's a, a Jefferson quote to that. Um and especially with this hatred for billionaires, I really wish these people would sit down and look at a lot of what these billionaires and these millionaires have done in order to grow their wealth. I don't know that most people are willing to work 70, 80 hour weeks on end for years and at the same time have the talent and the ingenuity and the creativity to really build a business into what it is. Um, and don't give me the, well, they were given all of their money because the vast majority of millionaires were not given any money in order to succeed. They weren't helped out. They built you, it all I'm on their show own. This is the Declaration of Independence. I'm just going to read a couple of these, and I want you guys to hear this. When in the course of human events... It becomes necessary for the one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them one with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitled knows separate and equal. No. Right. They have to coincide together. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel the separation. Now it talks about all these truths to be self-evident. All men are created equal. The first thing they said was laws of nature, nature's God. Now, we hold these truths to be self-evident that that law of God, God, created us equal with rights, right? That, and it says this, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among only to secure them. Not to add to them, just yeah. to secure them. Uh, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers. Not their powers, their just powers, which means good and balance, right? From the consent of the governed. That whenever uh, any form of government becomes destructive to these ends. It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. I can promise you not a lot of people are happy right now. Yeah. Right? Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. In other words, just for the petty stuff, we're not going to change it. And accordingly, all experience have shown that mankind are more uh, disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than uh, to right themselves by abolishing forms to which they are accustomed. In other words, 
history's shown we tolerate things. Yeah. Right? Well, Which, we, we, rightfully we get so. Right. Now, but when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them to a, a absolute despotism, listen to this, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferings of these colonies, blah, 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 right? And then the reasons. The history of the present king of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having a direct object establishment of an absolute tyrant over these states. To prove this, let the facts be submitted to a canon world. So they go through the 27 yep. injuries, which a lot of them are still in practice now. Watch this. I'm going to show you something. In every stage of these oppressions... We've petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. We've done humbly stuff. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. The louder we got, the more they attacked us. You remember the conservative groups, 9-11? IRS was targeting conservative yeah. groups, right? A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. This is telling you the roadmap as to why we declared independence in the first place. We put ourselves in these shackles again. Yeah. Straight up, put ourselves in these shackles again. Right? Mm -hmm. That's why at the end of this, we therefore, the representatives of these United States and America and General Congress assembled appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world. Who that? <laughs> God. For the rectitude of our intentions do in the name and by the authority and good people of these colonies solemnly, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies and are and of a right ought to be free and independent states. That they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown. That all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. And that free and independent states have the full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, do all the other acts. right? And for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence. This was the people saying this. No. Not a government yet, because we didn't have that. We mutually pledged to each other our lives and our fortunes and sacred honor. Are you willing to do that for the cause of liberty for your kids? That's all I'm asking. No. I don't want the government to take care of me. I said this in the video before. I don't want Trump to do everything. I don't. Scripture's misused. We'll talk about that next time. Yeah. I'm going to lead you a piece of that. Tell me what that the government does that God told us to do. Where did God give the government the authority to do it? That's what should lead you to the next one. Yep. Right? Very good. All right. So let's conclude. We're out, guys. Thank you for tuning into this one. It's a little bit lengthy, a little bit long-winded, but it was good. And they're always long-winded because we're talking. We're not exactly playing music <laughs> here. Guys, if you guys go on the website, theselfevidenttruth.com, you can find out so much more about what we got going on. We're also going to the uh, Greater Homeschool Conventions. We're, we're going to be there uh, four times this year. We're going to be keynotes there. We're going to be doing a commercial for them very soon. Please go on their website. It's greaterhomeschoolconventions.com. Um, also, if you guys go on our website, you guys can donate to the podcast if you'd like to. It helps us keep going. We need it. We're not just blowing smoke here. We're trying to give you everything we can to get you active, to see something change, because we're living in the greatest time, I believe, to see God move. Guys, thank you again for tuning in. God bless all of you. Thank you for all your comments. We'll continue to provide what we can. And again, God bless you. Pray for your families. Pray for this nation. Pray for our leaders. We need prayer. In Jesus' name, God bless right. you. Love you guys.